Good morning, it is Pastor Chris with Soul Revival. Here we are with our New Beginning Podcast, week 10 and day 4. I've been hanging out with God this week, doing my best anyway, trying to just stay away from people and things and ministry and so forth to just focus on God. It's hard. I've learned that if you want to get along with God, you're going to have to go to the mountains or you're going to have to go somewhere that you can totally unplug for people, uh, from people, I should say. And if that means check into a motel room and uh, just don't leave, then fine. Um, I don't really feel like you're going to experience much of God because I feel like I experience God with nature more than anything. But I have been able to study a little more this week than normal. And I have been outside with God quite a bit. And he's been speaking to me. Um, But first, let's go to the Lord in prayer before I give you the scripture. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time. Forgive me for my temper. Forgive me for my mouth. Lord, help me to work on these things. And Lord, um, continue to give me wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of your word. And help me to use it to help others. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So here lately, I don't know what's going on, guys. Um, Here lately, I've been getting a strong word from God that it's, it's constantly in Ecclesiastes. And that's kind of unusual for me. I've always enjoyed Ecclesiastes 3. There's a time for everything. But I never took the rest of it really serious. And now, all of a sudden, I'm seeing so much in the book of Ecclesiastes. And um, the Lord woke me last night and wanted me to read Ecclesiastes 9, 14, and 15. And it took me a minute after I read it to meditate on it and pray on it. Let me go ahead and read this to you, and then I'll give you what I found the Lord was telling me. In Ecclesiastes 9, there was a a little city with few men in it. And a great king came against it and besieged it and built great battlements against it. But there was found in a in it a poor wise man, and by his wisdom he rescued the city. Yet no man remembered that poor man. Hmm. But I say that wisdom is better than strength, though the poor man's wisdom is despised. And his words are not heeded. The words of the wise men heard in quietness 
are better than the shouting of one who rules among fools. Wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one sinner destroys much good. So there's quite a bit in here. The first thing the Lord was showing me in this, many people seek to be intelligent, but not a lot of them seek to be wise. You may say it's the same thing, but it's not. I know a lot of people who are intelligent, but they can't make a wise decision. A lot of people that are book smart, a lot of people who, you know, they can tell you what makes it rain, how it rains, but don't have enough sense to get out of it. They lack common sense. When you have wisdom, you make better choices. When you have wisdom, you can help others to make better choices <clears throat> by talking with them. And it's telling us right here, you know, because some people get lucky enough to hit it, hit a lick and get rich. Just because they have money doesn't mean they're rich. I would rather be rich in wisdom and knowledge than in money. I know that probably sounds kind of funny, but as we saw here, when this great king built the battlements against this little city, it was a poor wise man by his wisdom that rescued the city. But just like all people, just because this man was poor, they, uh, they didn't care. They didn't take him serious, even though he was the one who just saved the city. You see, this world, we put a lot of emphasis on money and being rich. And a lot of people have the love of money. I hear people quote all the time, money is the root of all evil. But it's not. We need money. The church needs money to function. It's the love of money. It's what you would do for that money. Who you would betray for that money. Who you would ignore for that money. That's when money becomes evil. I'm going to recommend that you read the whole chapter 9 of Ecclesiastes for yourself. It goes into a little bit more detail. But I want to talk about this last verse, verse 18, before we go. Wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one sinner destroys much good. Wisdom, Proverbs 
the first thing that comes to my mind when somebody says wisdom is the book of Proverbs because it's pretty much all found in the book of Proverbs. And wisdom, it does great things. Helps a lot of people. But one sinner, I believe we're referring to a a person with money, the love of money, not just money, but the love of money, destroys much good. I know some people that have a lot of money that are very wise, very good-hearted, very loving people. I'm by no means saying that all people, but there's a lot of people out there that have the love of money, that their sins are caused by their money, and it destroys so much good that they could be doing. So, yeah, I guess the message and the moral of the story is if you have a choice between seeking education and intellect over wisdom, God's wisdom, choose God's wisdom, seek God's wisdom, and a great place to start is in the book of Proverbs. He gave it to us so that we could be wise. He gave it to us because he loves us. Remember that. So go out today and make it a great day. Ask God for wisdom. Seek God's wisdom in everything you do. Remember, God loves you. I love you. There's nothing you can do about it. Peace out.